This is Wonder Time. I'm Emmy. And I'm Audrey. This is a unique series that takes a perspective of investigating the world around us through the eyes of nature. We'll discover themes, tell fun stories, weave together facts, and pose ongoing questions to spark curiosity and wonder. Our first series is Life Through the Spectrum. Using science, art, examples in nature, and themes throughout human history, we will discover the amazing phenomena of the seven colors of the rainbow. Traceable through history as a color dye for clothing. Mystical and religious in nature, it is associated with many spiritual and new age ideas. Mysterious because it sometimes seems to be missing from the rainbow. A penetrating and powerful color. In nature, Indigo is found in some foods such as blueberries, eggplant, figs, purple cabbage, plums, raisins, to name the few we could think of. There are some beautiful and exotic looking birds such as the indigo bird in Africa, the indigo bunting, the blue grosbeak, the Victoria crowned pigeon, and the hyacinth macaw parrot. The indigo snake is native to northern Mexico and Texas where it is protected. It is harmless to humans and quite beautiful. Beta fish often have an indigo hue. I had an indigo beta fish named Picasso who was the most beautiful and amazing fishy friend. He actually danced to music and he would jump out of the water to grab food from my fingers. It was pretty cool. <laughs> There are dragonflies with indigo coloring that sparkles, which I know are also your favorite, Audrey. Yes, they are. Uh, there's also a blue mud wasp with a beautiful indigo sheen. Its prey is the black widow spider, so we can be thankful for that. Yes. And there are a number of indigo flowers that can be found. There is the false indigo plant, the aster, varieties of columbine and morning glory, the globe thistle, grape hyacinth, monk's hood, which is very poisonous and also known as wolfsbane, and most of these flowers can do well in shaded areas, which is more common as we get to this end of the spectrum. Lactarius indigo is one of the few species of mushrooms colored in tones of indigo. Indigo is well seen at the closing of sunset just before darkness sets in. Some evening you might gaze up at the night sky and catch this saturated color with its emerald brilliance. It can cause a magnificent and alluring experience. And when you look for indigo colored gemstones, dark amethyst comes up, also iolite, lapidolite, and tanzanite. There's also some crossover dark blue stones, such as blue emerald and lapis lazuli. Those are a little more well-known. Oftentimes, indigo gets confused with blue, and sometimes indigo can appear purplish. Even scientifically, it has not always been clear where indigo appears in the electromagnetic spectrum. Before Isaac Newton's insistence, the word indigo referred to the dye that made clothing a dark blue color. Newton took the word from the dye, similarly to how the color orange came from the fruit. Yet people are still quite unsure about it. And if they are really seeing it. It is mysterious. Newton's greatest achievement in thinking about color was to shift the understanding of it from matter to light. Before that, it was hard to think of it as a color in the rainbow. Now it's hard for us to remember that indigo is primarily known as a dye. All of this adds to the characteristics of indigo. You can't always pin it down. Let's continue. Indigo dye is naturally a large topic in this episode. It has been a huge part of history, although most of us in modern society don't know about it. This distinctive color dye comes from a number of plants, 
one of which is a species from the bean family. Yes, the legume eaten and used as a soil improver, it returns nitrogen to the soil. The leaves, which are light green, are soaked and fermented, which turns the glycoside indican that is naturally present in the plant into the indigo-colored dye. The plant has been cultivated extensively in Asia and parts of Africa for so long it's been forgotten where it came from originally. Although the earliest direct evidence for the use of indigo dates to around 4000 BC and comes from Peru. At one time, blue colored dye was very hard to come by. So when indigo was discovered, it turned the industry on its head economically. India was the earliest major center of indigo dye. From there, it spread to Southeast Asia, Japan, China, and ancient Roman Greece, where it was considered a luxury product and used for paints, medicines, and cosmetics. Later, during the Middle Ages, the product became scarce in Europe due to duties imposed by merchants and people turned to the use of woad, which is another dye derived from a plant that has the same chemical makeup. Indigo dye is mainly used to dye yarn and textiles. There is documentation that the blue stripes found in the borders of Egyptian linen mummy cloths are likely to have been dyed with indigo. Cool. There's also a cuneiform tablet from 600 BC found in Mesopotamia with a recipe for dyeing wool blue by repeatedly immersing and airing the wool. The airing of the wool is the most important part because although the dye is indigo colored, the dyed cloth doesn't immediately pick up the color. The dyed material actually changes from yellow to green and then finally to a deep dark blue. And to make it complicated, demand for slaves and indigo went hand in hand. Peasants in India often went hungry because the British invested in the indigo plant, leaving no room in the fields to grow food. A historically important revolt in the Indian independence movement led by Gandhi was spearheaded by farmers who were furious for receiving little payment for growing indigo. Also, slaves in Florida processed it, and huge plantations developed in the South and in the Caribbean. It became the North American colony's second most important important cash crop after rice. Oh, who knew? At the time of the American Revolution, the American dollar was not yet valuable, and indigo cakes were used as currency among other commodities. There is a book titled Indigo in Search of the Color that Seduced the World by Catherine McKinley. She talks about how indigo was more powerful than the gun, and yes, used as a currency. They were trading one length of cloth in exchange for one human body. Oh, it's so terrible. Yeah. The original American flag was made with indigo dyed textiles. On the flip side, on the African continent, indigo dyed cloth helped financially empower many African women. Owning cloth is considered a huge asset and is valued more than many women's bank accounts and insurances. And in Europe, the fashion conscious demanded indigo, but so did the military. Napoleon's armies were strapped for standard issued uniforms. Slave uprising on Saint Domingue, the island now shared by the Dominican Republic and Haiti, and the interception of French supply ships by the Brits caused a shortage of indigo-colored uniforms. The British Navy also dressed in indigo, although in England it was called navy blue. A few last tidbits about the indigo dye. The false indigo plant that we mentioned earlier in the episode is indigenous to North America and was used as a dye by the Native Americans and early white settlers before true indigo became more readily available through trade. True indigo provides a superior dye. However, the false indigo plant is worth mentioning because of what it offers as an ecology. From beautiful, vibrant indigo-colored blooms that appear in mid-spring to its hardy seed pods, 
This shrub-like perennial offers nourishment and protection to a host of butterflies and birds. The famous intricate Navajo weaving traditionally incorporates the colors indigo, red, black, gray, and white. The red coming from the cochineal. Remember that little bug from Mexico that we talked about in the red episode? Yes, I do. Artisans and those keen on unique products will appreciate that like coffee beans and cacao, the indigo dye is unique to the region it comes from. Temperature and soil variants of the land the plants are grown in cause subtle differences of shades and tones in the pigment. Today, several thousand tons of indigo dye is produced each year. However, it is synthetic. It is the color associated with denim and blue jeans. So the rest of the topics under indigo are quite short. Yeah, there aren't really any language and cultural references to indigo like we saw with other colors. We haven't yet paired indigo with any emotions or human traits. We did find a reference that indigo is often associated with political power. We don't have a lot of examples to back that up, however. But if you search that phrase on Google Images, the color that results is more toward indigo than blue, meaning more of a medium to dark blue than a baby blue or a sky blue. We found that the word indigo is used in names and titles such as indigo air Airlines, an Indian budget airline, Indigo, a novel by Marina Warner, which is a retelling of Shakespeare's The Tempest, featuring the production of indigo dye by Sycorax. <laughs> That's just really funny and strange. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and Indigo Books and Music, a Canadian bookstore chain. Indigo children is a term that started in the 70s, given to children who are born with special or unusual traits or abilities, ranging from greater empathy and creativity to telepathy. The creator of this term, Nancy Ann Tapp, originally wrote a book titled Understanding Your Life Through Color. The discussion and research on indigo children has even gone so far as to categorize them as their own race, the indigo race. There may be some evidence that their DNA is different from the other races that now occupy planet Earth. Wow, interesting. Well, there are many more connections of indigo to spirituality and the New Age movement. Electric indigo represents the sixth chakra, which includes the third eye. And psychics associate indigo in the aura with spiritual and religious inclinations and intuition. Indigo children are thought to have great amounts of indigo in their auras. In paganism, it represents emotion, fluidity, insight, and expressiveness. It is used to spiritually heal. Flipping to the science end of things, scientists discovered in 2008 that when a banana becomes ripe, it glows bright indigo under a black light. Some insects, as well as birds, see into the ultraviolet, which is the part of the electromagnetic spectrum coming from the sun that is beyond violet. We're going to talk about that in the next episode. Oh yeah, it is outside what we have labeled the visible spectrum and what most humans can see. These animals are tetrachromats and can use this information to tell when a banana is ready to eat. The glow is the result of a chemical created as the green chlorophyll in the peel breaks down. The indigo color is created by mixing red and blue. It is one-third red and two-thirds blue. Okay, that totally explains how indigo is easily mixed up with blue. They sit side by side in the spectrum, literally running into each other. Yeah, you know, blue has always been my favorite color, but it wasn't until I started to study the spectrum did I realize that what I actually loved the most was indigo. I considered indigo blue myself. I think what's confusing is that Newton named this color after the indigo dye, which is really quite blue. He did this because indigo was so popular at the time and identifiable. Indigo dye runs through many different shades of blue, but it doesn't get very purple. In contrast, indigo the color runs from dark blue to dark purple. Yeah, it's 
kind of funny how it works that way. So there are opinions floating around that the spectrum should be reduced to six colors, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. Newton believed that seven was a cosmically significant number similar to the seven notes on the musical scale and the seven days of the week. Alternatively, many believe that what Newton called blue was closer to the modern aqua, a mix of blue and green, and that his indigo was what we call blue today. This makes sense if you consider the actual color of indigo dye cakes. They are a deep, brilliant blue. Not purple at all. In this case, modernizing the names to red, orange, yellow, green, aqua, blue, and purple. Makes a lot of sense. Yes, so... It's a hidden color working in the background. And just by looking at it, you can pick up the intenseness of it. What lies in indigo? There is a depth, a sense of being in a dark room and not being able to see what is around, but not in a scary way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for listening in. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.